It's the Day in the Life of Insert Job podcast. Yes. Kick back, relax, put your contemplation cap on, and just enjoy. Hi, all. Just a quick little preface to episode two. I uh, firstly want to say a massive, massive thank you uh, to my guest for coming on, being the first guest, and essentially helping me to launch this whole thing. So, Thank you so, so much. Um, and secondly, I need to apologise again to my guest and to all of you listeners because unfortunately, due to some dodgy recording error on my end, I don't know if it's because my phone is too old or the app I was using or whatever, but unfortunately, uh, when reviewing the recording and editing, there was a lot of sort of chipmunky stuff going on. So unfortunately, I had to cut a lot out that... Um, yeah, so that's a bit of a shame, so apologies for that. You will hear um, a lot of... Which I've just sort of inserted um, to break up conversations where I've had to edit large bits out. So uh, apologies in advance for that. Um, really bad on my part. Future episodes will be recorded using a separate uh, digital audio recorder, kind of like a dictaphone type thing, so shouldn't have that issue again. But, um, yeah, look, sorry... And um, thank you for bearing with it. Much appreciated. Enjoy the episode. Cheers. Ciao. It's the Day in the Life of Insert Job podcast. Yes. Kick back. Relax. Put your contemplation cap on and just enjoy. Hello and welcome to A Day in the Life of Insert Job podcast podcast where we delve into all the different interesting intricacies of different jobs out there. Uh, we get into the nitty-gritty, we talk about the things you typically wouldn't discuss with someone when you meet them and uh, talk about what you do, we get into the financials, we also um, have a bit of fun, talk about all the cheeky little perks and um, things that people get up to at work that are amusing and we also just have a whole lot of fun, talk a bit of shit, have plenty of laughs and lots of banter. I'm Aaron, your host, and uh, let's get stuck in, shall we? Enjoy. Alright everybody, welcome to episode two. On today's episode, I'll be interviewing a... Jill is my favourite checkout operator. I don't go to Jill because she's the fastest scanner. I go to her because she scans each item... Like it's a precious jewel. Beep. You mustn't wake the tomatoes. Beep. You mustn't. They are sorted in the correct bags with extra thought behind each placement. She does take a bit longer, but she knows what she's doing. Even the empty spaces in between are tended to. Today, while Jill did her bagging ritual, she got interrupted by another checkout operator behind her who had no customers and proceeded to grab my trolley and move it to the edge of the bagging area, then started to put my bags in the trolley, trying to help in indelicately. But Jill had a s- but Jill had her
her things going. She stacked the bags in a certain way and put them in a certain spot. Then all of a sudden things would muddle up. It even took even longer to stack the bags. But she, can't, she had to walk over to my trolley and put the kiwi through it in the right bag. Oh dear. Don't mess with Jill's wave, okay? You wanted to help, but first ask. Don't assume you need to intervene. When the other lady left, Jill gave me the okay, what was that eyes, the oh, what has she done eyes, the leave me alone, I'm Jill, I know what I'm doing, rolled eyes. <laughs> and I gave her the, I know Jill, I got you, I got you Jill, you stack like a pro eyes. You even know how heavy I like the bags and you, and she, she didn't know the full shopping story, our shopping story, rolled eyes. Every item beep, is a precious jewel. Beep. You mustn't wake the kiwi fruit. You mustn't. Beep. <laughs> well done. That was bloody fantastic. Thank you for that. That was really cool. That was my O to Jill. Yeah, you drew my... me into the story there. I yeah. enjoyed it. That was really good. Yeah. Very well done. Well, um, listeners, in case you, you've probably already guessed by now, my guest today is a puppet. Actually, I mean, one of your performances once, back a while ago. Yeah, yeah, Mother Tongue, that was where I was born. That's yeah, where right. my poetry that's your... was born. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. That's home ground. Home ground, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Very good. Oh, very good. Now, don't ask you a bunch of random questions about being a poet, because I think it's pretty cool. It's an out there kind of job. So first, do you want to tell everyone how you got into it? Oh, well, I'm actually um, uh, studied graphic design. I did a short course at VCA and then I met... Um, short course in... in um, I did art and community engagement okay, at um, yeah. VCA. It was more um, like cultural development, how to use your craft to work with communities. Okay. Um, and I kind of discovered I wanted to be... <laughs> From there? I wanted to be a performer and... Uh, right. Um, and... Um, yeah, tell stories with words, and um, and then I, my first spoken word stuff was at Mother Tongue, which I mentioned before, yeah. which is um, a, a space for um, women identified artists to kind of share yeah. their work. And then I was mentored by Felicia Malay um, uh, for the last seven years. So okay. that's kind of how I got into it. It was like Felicia Malay, I love is words. A poet? Yeah, Felicia yeah. Malay is um, a poet um, based in Melbourne now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, from there I just started writing heaps and okay. uh, performing, and so I'm more of Ooh. a performance poet than a than yes. a page poet. So if you read my poems, you'll be like, "Oh, what's his structure?" But they come to life through they've got to be through spoken, being spoken. They've got to yeah, be heard. right. Okay. Um, and you. that helps me. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that's how I kind of got started. That yes, from the tangent. And how long ago was that? Oh, I think it was about seven years ago. Okay. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so quite some time now. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I still feel like I'm a baby in the... Really? Um, yeah, well, Melbourne is so great for poetry. Okay. There's so many gigs happening and there's so many different... Um, um, I said I'm a performance poet, there's a lot of page poets. <laughs> and then yeah. there's sound poets who... Um, so is that sound like not poetry. talking? No, it's, um, it's using your um, voice... Um, to make sounds? To make sounds. It kind of... So it's is it almost like, like beatboxing Ball. but not musical? No, it's it's um I oh, could be. 
maybe yeah, Hugo Ball was kind of the original. I think he was Dada okay. era. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's sound, words and sounds, and it kind of is. Um, okay, interesting. There's one where this guy just repeats the same word but in different ways, and it just gets right. you know how you repeat a word, it loses its meaning. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, no, it doesn't have to be like rap. There's a lot of poets that do kind of rhyme a lot and yeah, okay. um, talk and um, make sure they get a, like all the words even three minutes and go really fast. There yeah. is a lot of that. Um, but people do like slow love poems on the stage. Okay, so that can be part it's of just, slam. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And a lot, of, it could be your own story, someone else, um, right. someone else's story. Yeah, it's just a competition, kind of like a fun. It just makes it a bit fun and okay. um, bringing like a bit of a sport to it, and there's a bit of more of an so atmosphere. So it's almost just a competitive format for yeah. poetry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a competitive format. It's not necessarily yeah. um, a rap or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. I have a completely wrong idea. Yeah. Of it, but okay. No, thank you for but that. yeah, a lot of the. Um, uh, it depends what you're influenced by, but yeah. yeah, I've seen people kind of have a song, rappy song, um, on there, and there's so many different diverse. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Very cool. All right, now I'm curious to get into the financials, if you're happy to talk about some of the financials. All right, yeah. I'm, I've got a jingle prepared. It's, it's an official... Financials? Yeah, it's, it's an official um, segment of the podcast. So let me play this ridiculous... All my jingles are ridiculous. So here we go. Let's rip into this one. Stats and figures, stats, stats and figures, stats and figures, stats, stats and figures, yeah. Stats and figures, stats, stats and figures. Mm. <laughs> All right. What did you think? Had a little ring to it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, I was jiggling. Very good, very good. All right. <laughs> so, I'm curious. I imagine, like, I'm pretty sure poetry is a kind of job that's done for love. I can't imagine there's any poet out there who's, like, got into it just for the money. He's like, oh, shit, yeah. these poets make a make a good, decent buck. I might get into poetry. I imagine mm-hmm. it's a love thing, right? Definitely a love thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's, like, Kate Tempest, she's um, a, a singer, a poet, and she's doing really well. And there's okay. a couple of... Um, but a lot of the poets, I feel, they... Yeah, they do workshops or they tour and they... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely it's love for me. Yeah, um, I um, have to support myself through other work, and I've yes. tried to make that in the um, the theatre or performing arts kind of industry, just so mm-hmm. I'm still around that yeah. kind of buzz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not um, definitely for love. Yes. Um, um, okay. If you publish as well, I haven't pu- published because I'm more a performance poet. But um, I'm curious to see how I can. Um, translate in, into the page so that's one of my goals to okay. to publish so when you say publish um, you mean publish in the sense of like an author publishes yeah, a book yeah publish but, a book yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah um but yeah my gig uh, do you want figures or well I, <laughs> <laughs> like, well I, I guess so when you started out like seven mm. years ago I'm guessing most of the poetry you were doing, correct me if I'm wrong, is it volunteer? A lot of people getting up and performing because they want to have a go at it and try yeah, something new? Yeah. Is it kind of like an open mic at a comedy night? Is yeah. it that kind of vibe? Definitely, yeah. There's yeah. Um, a lot of the gigs, there's open mic sections. So okay. 
a lot of poets go on the, on the, on the open mic and then they support other poets. So these um, are at poetry well. events, right? Yeah, poetry yeah, events. Okay. Um, um, a couple of them are just pure open mic, like Bar Usu mm-hmm. um, on Sydney Road. Okay. Which Hamish, um, I was going to call him Hamish McDonald's, um, Hamish <laughs> Dankster Brown um, uh, runs. But yeah, okay. other ones, um, I you go to open mics and people get to know you and then you get featured performances and that's where you do, right. you get you get paid for those. So the um, featured performers are getting paid? Yep, featured performers are which getting are, paid. Is that anyone who's not an open mic participant? Yeah, yeah. Anyone so you get who's invited. scheduled, slated on, on the bill, yeah, kind of like a musician? In Melbourne, there's a bunch of events, and mm-hmm. they're called conveners, like basically the MC of the, the show or the you know the producer, okay. the creator, yeah. um, and they pick poets to um, feature, and then they do pay them. Okay. But usually it's through like a raffle or, the you know, people pay $5 to get really? in. So, okay. yeah. Um, so Passionate Tongues, for example, um, what's, is that a um, is, um, Passionate Tongues is, um, a, a, a spoken word event, um, that runs now the Brunswick Green, but it's been going for decades now. Um, the poet gets paid via a raffle. Um, so people come instead of, instead of them paying $10 to get in, they pay it as they feel, um, and they buy raffle tickets and, um, Michael Reynolds who hosts it, he always... He buys like all these books, so you can win books, you can okay. win things, and then there's always a booby prize, like the worst yeah. record ever. No one wants to win that. <laughs> yeah. I've won it like about three times already. <laughs> but I've, I've got some great poetry collections. Half of them probably my poetry collections from um, yeah, right. these gigs. Okay, but cool. yeah, it's kind of like very, very grassroots. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and all the time, even the MC doesn't really um, take the money. He gives it to the um, okay. Or they give it to the the performer. Um, uh, my I'm um, on the board of Mother Tongue, which has mm-hmm. started to be a non for profit now. Okay. So they've got a we've got a board and we get grants and stuff. So it's a bit more of a business. Okay. But we're not talking heaps of money, but bucks. still, um, because we've got the non for profit status, we can yeah. we can um, get grants and do um, so. You can get funding things. through the government, which allows yeah. you to pay. Yeah, performers yeah. and pay performers, yeah. Advertise um, the events and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. get venues and things like that. So, okay. like any like um any um non yeah, like yeah. independent artists in Melbourne can get grants and stuff like that's similar to the okay. community. Um, at, so it is. I still feel like it's really underrepresented, and it is hard for poets. <laughs> oh, to I get, can imagine. Um, yeah, um, it's hard for get funding. Um, so there's a um, Sonic Poetry Festival coming up in. Um, August, September, okay. which is just all grassroots, self-funded. Right. So um, the conveners get together. There's a, um, a board that, you know, put the website up. And okay. it's all just, yeah, it's for love and community, really. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got that And unlike theory. comedy, I feel like the audience is really supportive. Yeah, Like, okay. you can feel comfortable, you know, doing a, a personal piece or a funny yeah. piece. And people are there. Like, I, I went... You know, back seven years ago, I just used to go to watch. Yeah. And then okay. I found my the gigs I like, and then I perform, and yeah, very encouraging. And there's yeah, poets that are eighty. There's poets that are you know six or eighteen. If there's beer, um, <laughs> of um, course. It's so yeah. diverse. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. It's good that it's an all great, ages kind of thing, and lots of people can get involved and enjoy yeah. it. And it sounds like there's a definite community feel to it. Yeah. Even in lockdown, a lot of them went online. Yeah. Um, I. Okay went to a couple of gigs that were streamed from New Zealand. 
um, and mm. I met some poets from interstate and um, cool. US and England. Like it's, um, it was really nourishing to have that because, yeah, poetry community. We like just going somewhere and yeah. hanging and listening and yeah. Really well, nice. Of course, showing off as well. We love. Well, you know, it's life. part of any performance <laughs> role, isn't it? Any kind of performance is a little bit of that. All right. Yeah, so, so for love, definitely in terms of yeah. But yeah, I um. You've been a featured. Yeah. The one yeah. that I saw that I'm guessing you were a featured. Yeah, yeah, thing mother tongue. Yeah, yes, that was a feature tongue. performance. There. Yeah, yeah. So um, what sort of money are we talking if you're a featured couple hundred. performance? A couple of hundred. For Even a hundred sometimes. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. Yeah, it really depends on the audience numbers and mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Um, but that's the sort of realm we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Beautiful. For yeah, an event. So. Um, Obviously, yeah. it can vary per event and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, this is for the smaller ones. Like, if you do a bigger, yeah. like, funded one, yeah, you can get more, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but that's a sort of... Okay. Yeah. And then I suppose you can make more money through poetry by, like you said, publishing, if you're going to write and then publish yeah. publish the poetry as, as a book. Yeah. Or by running... So, you, do some poets run their own workshops to teach other poets? And yes. That's a... Yeah. Way to make some money from it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, and okay. um, I have put on my own poetry show as well, so that's in... Put on your own show? Yeah, so what? I... Um, okay, tell me uh, yeah. all about it. That's It sounds like a hard undertaking. Yeah, I I had some support team, so I had um, a friend of mine, um, Matt Favris, who did the lighting uh, yes, for okay. my show, yep. and um, Alex Steve, who did music. <laughs> I ended up, well, I don't know if we were talking about money more or... Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is a podcast of tangents. You can go off on any yeah, tangent. Yeah, so, it's you know, in the end, I, I um, only made um, $1,400, but I had to pay a couple okay. of people, photographers. Yep. But again, like, the amount of hours I've po- popped into the show, yeah. it doesn't, you know... It doesn't you justify... You can't even go, like, the... what am I paying myself $2 yeah. an hour? <laughs> Liz, isn't Liz. Okay. I said to Jill, <laughs> Jill, I'm a poet. She's like, oh, good, hello. Random person talking to me. Oh, you mustn't wake the kiwi fruit. And she had tears in her no eyes. No way. She oh, was like, beautiful. All about that at Coles. Okay, so I want someone Everything's told me, a potato. <laughs> put the vitamins in mushroom bags. So no. Oh, hot tip. Oh really? Um, oh great! I'm not, gonna get, I'm not going to get sued for all my dodgy jingles. I know. It's like how many like tunes I do, troll like tunes I do in my like, okay. like Ed Sheeran. Did you hear about Ed Sheeran and his? Um, Did he sue someone recently? I no, think? he. That was suing him, and he had really? this massive speech about how um, all these songs are very similar. How can you? Yeah. And he's like, I want to quit if you tell me I've plagiarized. But yeah. Did he, he win? Interesting. He won. Oh, yeah. Good, he good, won. Good. Yeah. Good on um, you, Ed. But um, the amount of times, like, I'm like Weird Al. I steal. Like, I run <laughs> Oh, Weird Al. What a bloody legend. I love Weird yeah, Al. Yeah, like, he got me He's through brilliant. my period, my first period. So I'm ever, yep. <laughs> ever grateful for him. And, um, Go Weird Al. Good on you. Big influence of yeah. mine. Um, yeah, he's um, crazy good. Crazy he's good. a crazy good. <laughs> crazy good. We love some parodies. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, show was like eight songs. Um, had a kind of a story to it. So, yeah. and I... It, um, 
Um, and it was just you on the stage. It was just me on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah um, I had some. I had some kitchen props. I had a fridge. I had a yeah. table. I've got. I had pots and pans. So it was very much a visual. I had a big wooden spoon. And a yours because <laughs> I'm a Hungarian background. So yes. you got to know where the Hungary poets from and. Um, Hungary poet. Hungary. Little play on words there. Hungry, yeah. Very good. Horny, hungry, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Hungry for, hungry for sustenance, whether it yes. be a penis or, or a piece of cheese. A pasta. Or, a, you know, yeah. salami. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, all right, so that sounds like a pretty hectic show. That was cool. It was so fun. Two nights worth? I did two nights, um, and I'm going to do five nights soon. Oh, you're redoing it? Yeah, I'm redoing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I want to do a run. Um, so you're performing category. This Hungry Poet at Fringe? Yeah, at okay. the Fringe Festival, yeah. Okay, and yeah. it's five shows. Five shows. To be- cool. So, um, That's bloody exciting. Yeah, so it's, there's, there's there's music, there's lighting, there's um, yeah comedy, there's you know, heartfelt kind of stuff. And, Beautiful. Um, a lot of character stuff. And, okay, yeah, a bit of, um, bit of everything. And, yeah. Okay, a bit of everything at the yeah, Fringe leg. Festival. A bit of leg. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, why not? Mix it up. Keep it legs. <laughs> oh, I love legs. Anyway, it's not about legs. Chicken legs. Oh, yeah, drumstick all Drumsticks, yeah, drumsticks. I don't know, the way. white meat is always a bit dry for me. Like, I'm actually, I go for the white meat on chicken. If it's fresh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. If it's second day, it's like... Yeah, and if it's dry, it's no good. What a mayo on it. Yeah, you don't, yeah. It should be so that you don't have to add stuff to it to make it edible. Yeah. Mm. I'm an Nando's fan too. Nando's. Nando's. I haven't had Nando's in so many years. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. I generally don't eat out. I find them very expensive, especially Nando's. Yeah, yeah. But I think they were tasty, like, probably seven. We talked talked like probably seven years ago. Oh, wow. My last Nando's. Yeah, Yeah, a long time. Long time. Mm. Anyway, good chicken chat. Chicken chat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Fringe is coming up. That's exciting. Got your show sorted for that. Oh, workshops. Have you ever thought about running a workshop as another way to yeah. make money from your yeah. craft and also, I guess, add to the community by helping upcoming poets? Is that something you've considered? Yeah, yeah. At the moment, I'm um, assisting um, my mentor, Felicity Millet, in her workshop. Okay. Um, so, and I've been asked to Good do a to workshop for um, some kids in high school for their drama. Really? So I'm still trying to find my my shtick of what I want to teach. Of um, course. It will probably be on the lines of um, um, everyday stories, comedy, and how to kind of mould stories. Like, I love mm-hmm. it when, you know, look at it from different angles, like all the senses, like, yeah, what does okay. it smell like? What does it taste like? Like, what's your character? Um, when I did my Hungry Poet character, I was like, oh, what, you know, vehicle would my character ride? And my one, it was kind of, um, she did ride like a, a ute, but then like she does ride a horse too because she loves some um, country music. And, okay, yeah. You know, um, what kind of colours does she like? And like it really flesh out. these things it's like that writing... are said in the poems at all or are these just outside things that you um, think of to develop a character? They're outside things, but... Um, Almost uh, like a method actor might add stuff to their character that they're yeah. performing just to make it yeah. add some impact to the performance. Yeah, and then it helps actually um, with the in-between moments. So yeah, okay. in a lot of my shows, and my tech guy was very annoyed, that <laughs> Katie, every show's different because I do my poems, but in yeah. between I do a little bit of improv. Like cool. I just kind of That's change good. it up. And I get, you know, rip, off, riff off the audience. It kind of makes yeah. it fun for me. And then I, That's and, awesome. and, but I'm, when I'm riffing, I'm riffing as a character. 
Right. Um, Almost so, like Borat would just go to yeah. public events and do stuff in character yeah, as yeah. Borat. Yeah, yeah there okay. was one time my um, fridge light went out um, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, the performer in me is like, yeah, yeah. oh, my fridge light's out. No one can see my face and my expressions. And, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is only milliseconds. Yeah, yeah. And then my character called me and I was like, my character will be still upset. My fridge, you know, this is... Her fridge was her safe space. Like, she would sink to okay. her fridge and um, <laughs> open the fridge. And what's in there? Oh, there's more cheese. Okay, there's more cheese. <laughs> um, so if the Can fridge went out, it, it's devastating. So I was like, okay, I'm devastated as... Um, a bit devastated as the performer, but also my character is. So I, I actually mentioned... I, I acknowledged the, yeah. um, the light went out. Which sometimes is a no-no. You know, do all the mention the mistakes. I pretend the mistakes are not matter. You, this is all planned. Are you worried? You know, like... Sorry. Exactly. I love it. I do that accent when you're not here too. I know. I Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do so many... At, at Why are you thinking I'm going off your accent? No, no, no. Like, well... I, I think I've heard you do it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, to be fair, no. I, yeah, I know you're not. You know what I mean? Like, and I do so many accents and shit here and there. Like, oh. at, home, at work. At work, we just... All sorts. Taking yeah, the piss. Awesome. Accents are fun. Accents yeah. are good to play with. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Okay. Mm. That's exciting. So, workshops might yeah, be, might be. I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm just trying to... Yeah. Work um, out how you want to do it. Yeah. Cool. Um, mm. All right. That's very good. A couple of extra dollars. Um, yeah. So I can... Um, anyway, you can make a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also considering publishing or you're looking into yeah. how you could... Yeah, that, that's what I want to do, yeah. And um, yeah. Um, probably on the theme of food as well, like there might yeah. be some recipes in there or... Um, oh, I just had an idea. I don't know if it's a brilliant idea. It could be a completely silly idea. But I wonder if you could, like, get some poetry into a cookbook, like team up with someone who wants to do a cookbook and there's recipes and shit. Yeah. And then, like, there's a page with a funny poem about that food or something. Yeah, yeah that'd be so cool. Just, yeah. a, just an idea, to, yeah. <laughs> That would be something mm. to think about, maybe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've gotten other little bits of bucks too. Like people commission you to do work. As so, in um, written work? Or yeah, so um, a friend of mine commissioned me to okay. do um, a poem. I'm just showing... Um, the Vegan Goddess? Yeah, um, I'm just showing uh, okay. Aaron a, a record. So um, uh, this beautiful oh, musician. Oh, that a record? Yeah. Oh. Um, they, I made... So is it your voice on the record? Yeah. All oh, right. So I made so this you, poem cool. for Rod yeah. um, about his um, girlfriend who turned 30. Mm-hmm. She's vegan. So right. I interviewed Rod um, about her and then kind of like was a bit of a voyeur into their life. So basically <laughs> I just got sent like what yeah. they cook and what their house is like. Okay. And I write a poem based on her called The Vegan Goddess. And then he, really? he's a musician, so he put music on top of it uh-huh. um, and then made into a record for her. And So I wow. got, you know, paid for that. Yeah. Uh, and I got a poem out of it and some music too. That's my really bloody well. cool so, too. Um, and a great story out of it. Yeah. That's great. Um, Good on him. What, and, a, what um, a great surprise. I know. What, a, what a doll. What a doll. Good on you, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Stewart ain't got nothing Roddy, on you, Rod. This oh, is the real Rod. Rod Price, Rod Price, yeah. Rod Price. Um, Legend. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Yeah. So there's a few other ways here and there. Yeah. To make a little bit yeah, of Yeah, but it's more, yeah. Yeah. And do you know of any, are there like poets who've been doing it for so long that are just getting booked for all sorts of gigs here and there and are making a shitload from it? Or is it 
you've got to publish if you want to make big bucks. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. Like I guess it's not I'm just saying Kate Tempest, she's touring. Um, yeah. uh, there's people like um, Joel Macero, who's another poet, um, who does a lot of um, gigs and workshops and um, I don't know if that's their full-time job. But, yeah, right. Um, I always wonder some, whenever I meet a performer, some... like what are they doing to make their bucks? What are they doing to live? Because I imagine yeah. most performers aren't just doing their thing. Like I meet one or two here and there that just do their performances. Like, yeah, well, a lot wow, of them, they could be, that. you know, working at Bunnings. They could be um, being an arts admin person or in the cafe. Yeah. Like there's so many different ones. A lot of the, when I worked in... Um, the performing arts industry, everyone was taking leave to do their show. Yeah, right. So, and that sometimes meant a bit of travel, but that's, that's what I did. Yeah. I, last five years, I took leave to do a workshop or do a show. Or, yeah. So, um, that's kind of how we yeah. get by. Yeah, um, makes sense. As independent artists, but yeah. Um, and cool. some, you know, um, if they're more inclined to acting and TV, they... They of do course. that kind of stuff as well, where you would know too, yeah. like, um, but it's so, it's just a um, bit of a, not a grind, but you know, really a hustle, you know? <laughs> a hustle, there you go. No, that's a good word for it. That's a perfect word for it, I reckon. Hustle. It is a little bit um, of a hustle. And even to get gigs, you need to go to gigs for we've spoken right. word and get better and, you know, ask for help. But, um, you actually um, reminded me of something I wanted to ask be about. Be present in, this, in the community. For, um gigs i'm curious how you go about getting chosen for a gig to be a featured poet like are you are you hustling it are you putting your name out there and speaking to the conveners of these events or are you just sort of known in the community and conveners choose who they want to be the poets how does that kind of work how does that go about and how do you get booked for an event um for me i got booked for events because i've um I believe I've um, shown up and showed progress and um, worked on my, my art form. Yeah. So um, So in doing a lot of... Open mics. Open mics. Um, and, and people... Yeah. know. yeah. Yeah. So, you so a lot of the time people um, booked me because they saw me at an open mic. Right. And um, they thought, yeah, we want um, this poem. In 2018, I got nominated for a spoken word prize. Oh. Um, so I was at the gala there. Congrats. Um and I, you know, I, there was a festival a couple of years ago where there was a um, compliments death match. So it's basically compliments death match. So it's basically um, uh, uh, it's kind of like um, roasting, but you're complimenting them. Okay. And you kind of, so you would compliment. <laughs> so you've got another the other poet. poet, and you compliment them, and they compliment you. So I won that. Like a tennis match of yeah, how yeah. Do you, how do you win that? Oh, it's um. So <laughs> some of the poets I didn't know at all, and some yeah. of them I knew. Okay. So one of my friends, Rowan White, he um does the um he does the door at Mother Tongue, and okay. I knew he he was great with money. He was yeah. like he's a bit like. I love you, Rowan. He's a bit anal about it. So you would try to help him, but he's like, oh, i got this, i got this, got the money, got the money, and he counts like a pro. And yeah. So I kind of mentioned that in the... Okay. And I won at the end by doing a mashup of all my other <laughs> compliments okay. throughout the thing. Yeah. But then, yeah. So that's kind of like, I love doing the improv kind of stuff. And it's, so that's yeah, like, completely yeah. off the cuff. Um, yeah, so... Um, and I kind cool. of feel like um, I've... I show myself my... Um, unique voice and hard mm-hmm. and myself and on stage so 
people know what they're going to get and they yeah. go, oh, I'm comfortable with her doing a whole set or okay. um, I like. And some people book me um, if they're doing like when conveners um, book people, they kind of get two different performers. Yeah, right. Um, so I was featuring with a page poet once and I was the performance poet or okay. I got like a lot of funny food content and they've got very serious stuff. How does a page poet perform? I'm curious. Are they, oh, they speaking Yeah, the they stuff read that they their, write? Yeah. They, they're basically reading. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's um, less physical, animated. Um, sometimes and what, it is, but um, yeah, it's less like it's pansy less. and yeah. I feel, yeah, performance poet. Like if you read my poems, there's this... Um, actions and stuff like that and oh, so you write the physical actions into the yeah okay yeah. and actually the last poem i wrote i wrote in my head like i wrote the actions in my head yeah. um there's a bit where um i'm talking about a man doing farts in my bed <laughs> and i'll see man did farts on my bed a man did farts a man did farts this is a rip off of whatever tune this is a man did farts on my bed Woo. <laughs> but instead of saying cool i said wool and um, the action was that I was under the covers. So oh, okay. you could see me snuggling under the covers, loving that yeah. I've got a man that farts in the bed. <laughs> it's so beautiful and smelly and disgusting. The song, the poem's called Disgusting Love. So I had my hands up like I was in the bed, feeling it. Yeah. And then the wool was me lifting the covers <laughs> and all the smell comes out. So... Okay. So... <laughs> If you would read a Mandy Fats on my bed wool, like what is It almost it doesn't translate well to the page. But clever page poets, you would uh, you would get the feeling there. Um, yeah. I just love expressing it, so I'm just yeah. like you know, hyperbole all the time, like go 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 big or go home. Yes. Like I always I like, like try you know, saying it in different ways or yeah. you know. So um uh yeah, the page poet, they read from their books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people read from their phones or tablets now, and you don't have okay. to memorise, especially after COVID, a lot of the poets are like, oh, I've got to memorise. Drag out my old poem for 2017 and just read it. I'm glad you mentioned that, actually. It's something I wanted to ask, Even but the I slam forgot. Even people read. Yeah. It right. is much... So memorisation's nearly dead now. Oh, um, no. I industry. don't think so, but... Um, Open mics, people read. Uh, even on features, people read their poems. Yeah, right. It's not, especially for page poetry, like yeah. Oh uh, yeah, um, that but, would make sense. Um, okay. Uh, they used to. I felt like when I started, there was like this pressure to um, memorize. Okay. And when you memorize, you embody it more, and it is. I've seen slam poems and memorize, and there is another level there. Yeah, right. Um, sometimes when you're reading, you're you're not actually present with the yeah. audience. And it's hard and to connect you with your eyes because you're looking. And for yeah. me, I've lost one hand. Yeah, I've lost true. One hand, uh, you know. And I've we're wogs. We communicate with our hands. I know. It's so very much was, important. When I was doing this poem about the farts, I was holding <laughs> my phone in the bed. Yeah. So, but sometimes you do. People often are always with their phones, like, like <laughs> an extension of their ear or something, yes. you know. Um, yeah. Cool. Oh, very interesting. Very good. All right. What else did I. Oh, yeah. So, can you walk us through a gig? Like, I'm curious. Like, a day in the life. Katie is a poet. Start to finish. You, you, you get booked for a gig. Gig's on Friday night. What are you doing? How does that go? Like, walk us through it. Are you prepping for the gig at all? And then what happens when you arrive? Um, yeah, so I'm... Yeah, prepping... Um, 
for um, La Mama Cabaretta next month. Okay. So that's going to be a set based on Hungry Poet. Yeah. But it's only well, Hungry Poet's forty five minutes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long's the set? The set's probably about fifteen minutes. Okay. So um, in these next couple of weeks, I'm going to find um, probably about three poems and mm-hmm. how I can um, use that. Um, and talk to the venue about the set items and lining and what restrictions I have to kind of uh, yeah. play that. And then I would practice. So, um, and are you, I love, are just you, curious, yeah. are you prepping for something as soon as you know you've booked it? Or if you get booked uh, for something like, like two a, months in advance, like, oh, I'll prep the day before. My name's Katie Lona. So my last name's <laughs> Lona. So it's last name at Lona for me. And that's my bit, 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 bit of trauma from, sorry, for, sorry, mum. But my mum always said Katie last minute Lona. Um, <laughs> And sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes you procrastinate. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes you just prep. And so- okay, it varies. There's yeah, no sort like, of, um, you don't have a ritual. I did, I'm like, okay, that will work. I'm doing my head. Like, I can do the three poems. I only need one set item. Um, it'll go something like this and then the rest. I know yeah. the poems, the, the in-between bits will, will work out. Cool. Um, so sometimes it's like. Sometimes it's almost some, like you're going to wing it. I've seen people like get up and. Oh, um, well, maybe I'll do this one now and, and they're featuring. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Or some awesome poets, um, Esme, a Waffle Iron Girl. I saw her do a set at Mother Tongue mm-hmm. and she was so um, struck by all the other poets' stuff. She wanted to share something that was kind of would um, add to the night. Okay. So I believe that she kind of changed her poems to add to the night. So you kind of right. feel what... Um, wow, and sometimes okay. in slam poetry too, I had a soup poem, but someone else did a soup poem in the same set, so I changed it. Bastards. I went in there going, I could have done it. And someone <laughs> said, course. well, you never could have enough soup, you know, who cares? Yeah. Your soup poem was different. But I was like, what does the audience want? Do I want another food poem? Do I want, yeah, what so do I want to do? Change it up on the Am I going to feel like, oh, up there going a bit self-conscious, like, oh, another soup poem, we heard this, someone that, you know. Yeah. I overthink, but anyway. So, I, yeah, you change it up on the night. So, you can, okay. it can change. So, prep time um, varies for a gig. Yeah, it prep time varies, yeah. Okay. Depending on, yeah, if you're writing new stuff or you wouldn't even do some old stuff and how you're going to um, curate yeah. that, that night. All right. Yeah, and how the set is. Um, uh, and right. practicing, you can just listen to yourself on the recording, on the car, or course, film yourself. Yeah. And for me, I film myself and see what... Makes sense, because um, you're physical a body, physical yeah. performance poet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Let's say you then rock up to your gig. Yep. Like, what's happening there? How how early are you rocking up from when you need to perform? What what happens when you rock up? Is there, like, a poet's chill-out section and you eat food and stuff? Do you watch a bunch of other acts and wait mm. your turn? Like, how does the dynamic of the work, yeah, so of the night work? Yeah, um, a lot of the, um, the gigs in Melbourne, you're in the audience. You're not, like, in the okay. backstage hiding and prepping yeah so <laughs> which sometimes i hate because i love to do a good stretch or a, or a i do yeah. the um squat i love squat the practice. asian squat yeah yeah like this oh yes that's so the best I it's do that good for time. digestion so i'm off is it i often have to go to the yeah. bathroom stretch my legs squat yeah. because i'm a physical performer i'm like sitting there yeah. like stiffening up and i have to go on next mm-hmm. often if i can't um and you would admire this if I can't prep, I just take my shoes off. Yeah. So I can feel the ground. I can that's feel the, the presence. And just that's enough Beautiful. for me. That's Be enough barefoot. for me. Be but you're in the audience barefoot. usually and you're hearing other poets and you're, yeah. you're, you're having a, a chat with them. And yeah. Okay. Um, uh, slam Alam and Ding Dong, which is a slam in, in Melbourne, mm-hmm. the, the famous slam, 
they um, you have a bit of a huddle at the at the beginning. Okay. Um, you do a um, like Michelle a who um, pep talk runs type it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit right. of a you know um, a go team kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And you're just um, grounding yourself and nice. you know because it's a competition, um, you kind of just still want to be I yourself. See. Yeah. And ground yourself and, you know, you got this. And have fun, guys. Don't kill each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a competition, but, but you know, have fun and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah so there's okay. a couple of rituals um, and um, Mother Tongue does that too. We get all together at the start. Yeah. Um, volunteers, performers, um, MCs um, have a bit of a powwow. Sometimes nice. it's like rock up at the pub. If it's Passion Tongue, she'll rock up, have a bit of a yarn, have a beer. Yeah. You're in the audience. Okay. You um, There's no backstage and, like, yeah, big right. reveal um, unless... It's a gala, maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. But that's right. kind of the vibe, yeah. Okay. So I have to do those sneaky toilet breaks or go outside yeah. or um, do my squatty squats. <laughs> um, I, sometimes I'm at the back of the audience and I'm like, fuck, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not physically here. I'll just take my shoes off. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. So that's my little... Um, it's all right. You can say fuck on the podcast. My, warm my mouth up or... Yeah. Um, Nice. Okay. And so when your turn comes, how does that, is that like a tap on the shoulder from the convener? Like, you're um, next? Usually or do you, you have get a run sheet? Yeah, usually you get a run sheet okay. of when you're on. And um, sometimes the, the convener goes, oh, I'll put you on first, I'll put you on second, depending on what they want to yeah. kind of curate the night. Like, okay. Um, um, yeah, it kind of, you know beforehand how long you have. Right. Um, so you're given a. Yeah, given like you've got 20 minutes or you've got okay. two sets of 15 minutes and they'll yeah. let you know beforehand. So. Right. Um, so you just know when your time is based on your sheet and you just yeah. go up and do your thing. You know you're after yeah, such you know and such performer. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll get um, ready and go up and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And how long a, is a typical night, like um, a performance night, a gig? Of three hours. Really? Yeah. So okay. um, especially if there's open mic. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, some... Uh, Passion Tongue, for example, there's about five open micers. There's the first feature set, there's a break, second feature set, and then the rest of the open mic. Mm-hmm. And to put time permitting, sometimes there's more people on the open mic. Yeah. Um, but there's usually a strict kind of five, three minutes on okay. the open mic so people can get the most yeah. out of the night. But yeah. Um, you don't want someone on there for like. <laughs> so yeah, half sometimes an hour the conveners have a, tr- uh, had a, has a have a difficult time kind of. Really? Um, Getting uh, people to finish. Just you know, reminding them that you know respect yeah. the time, respect the gig, mm-hmm. and everyone wants to um, witness everyone and you yeah. know, have a say and you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, sometimes people milk it, or most some of them don't know, um, yeah. and um, most of the most of the audience, <laughs> most of the audience, all the audience is friendly. Sometimes okay. that ticks them off that someone yeah. is. Um, Milking the time, but no questions. Oh shit, who's gonna hear this? <laughs> <laughs> oh good, okay, very cool. Um, what else? I wanted to ask. So it's a very tough gigs emceeing sometimes. Yeah, can yeah. imagine. Or it doesn't be. start on time. Yeah. Poetry events. Real, yeah. Okay, <laughs> interesting. I don't know why, but in my head, I, I had this idea that everything was kind of more clockwork for poets. Like I get like singers and stuff and rock yeah, stars or just like, be like oh we'll make the audience wait for an hour oh, who gives a shit while we're in the is like um, oh we'll start at about 8 I'll start about 8.10 um, really okay yeah wow maybe that's all so expect delays if yeah, you're a performer or was, I think Bart Usu um, Hamish was saying oh no one turned up until later they all turned up later because okay. Bart Usu is um, you don't put your name oh yeah open mic 
is often you put your name down. Like karaoke. And there's an order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and um, Ba'usu is, I'm up, you're next, you're next, and it's just random. <laughs> so you could just rock up at the end, which is not, for me, going to a gig, it's you're there witnessed as well as be witnessed. So yeah. I kind of feel That's a bit, fair. if you oh, those people that just... come to gig, they perform and they, pi- and they yeah, right. piss off. Um, <laughs> the P&P, perform and piss off. Yeah, yeah, yeah the P&P peeps, yeah. Dodgy. Yeah. Told you. Um, and but yeah, and some conveners even do this sneaky thing where they're like, oh, I want to choose. I want to choose right. um, who goes first and who, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's a list and they go, oh, this person, this person. Yeah. Or it's out of a hat or, yeah. Okay. And um, to attend these events, these poetry gigs, how much are people paying to go and see them? Um, some are free and it's just okay. a raffle. So, you know, five bucks, 20 bucks or whatever. Right. Um, and it's whatever you feel. So if someone's wanting uh, to get into poetry, if they're interested, if they think they might want to try their hand at poetry, they should probably try attending some of these events and they're pretty low cost or... Yeah, they're pretty low sometimes. cost, yeah. Uh, I think the most probably is like $20. Okay, um, okay. Uh, Affordable. Yeah, um, but some of the, the bigger gala ones maybe or something at the Wheeler Centre, um, yeah. which is like a bigger event. Um, I think Slam um, is... What twenty five dollars or something? Yeah, okay. yeah. A, a lot of the open mics are free. Okay, cool, very nice. All right. There's a website called um I can't remember what it's called now. Melbourne Spoken Word. Um, I think they're called something different now. Melbourne so like Poetry. An event. Called Melbourne Poetry. They're called Melbourne Poetry now, and it has all the events coming up. Okay. And they're all around. There's stuff in Belgrade. There's stuff in um, Bendigo. You know. Oh, okay, um, so it's quite Ballarat, regional too. Ballarat. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Ballarat, I... Geelong. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. I just had in my head everything was CBD focused or like Melbourne no, inner suburbs um, focused, but it's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good to know and very good for the listeners. There's one in to Gisborne know. too. There's it's quite okay. so you can go to something you know you know take a bus fifteen minutes or you know, yeah yeah there's a lot of different gigs um, yeah yeah and some are in pubs some are in libraries some are in um, oh really libraries the, too um, the um, Random rooms um, adjacent yeah. to a church, like really? you can do poetry anywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. There you was can do it um, a couple years ago they did poetry on a tram. On a tram. Or they did it at um, White Night, you know, just out <laughs> okay. and about. Yeah. Yeah, random poetry on a tram. That's and, pretty cool. Um, Different. Hmm. Nice. All right. Um, I want to get into perks. I've got a firm belief that every job has got its perks, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm curious. What are some of the perks of being a poet? I and mean, there must be some perks. There's got to be perks in every job. That's my... Are there food at the events? Because yeah. like... when I've been a performer and I've done different performance yeah, things, one of my favourite perks is just free food and free shit. Or none really to think of other than the free beers and that sort of thing. Perks. Um, there's a lot of generous photographers in the scene. So, okay. Um, uh, Michael Reynolds, Brendan Bonsack and... Um, uh, Lily Pilly, who um, photographs um, mm-hmm. uh, Slam, um, a lot of conveners and the and the photographers are very generous with sharing photos. Okay. So, so you can then I've use those to promote your own. I've got a lot of photos my website just from doing open mics. What is your website, by the way? Let's Katie give you a plug. <laughs> listeners. Katie Loader, L-O-H-N-E-R. So it's not yes. Lona. I am yeah, living by myself now in Strathmore, but um, it's, <laughs> with a H, everyone. <laughs> Katie, Katie with a K as well, by the way. K A T I E L O H N E R dot com. Check it out, people. Yeah, there's some videos there um, of my performances, and there's a vegan poem there on the recording of that with oh, the yeah. soundscape of Mount Daddy on trees and oh, 
um, yeah, so um, yeah, you can listen to some of my stuff there. Awesome. Um, and yeah, Melbourne Poetry is the website to um, look at um, Check what out gigs events. are on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm on Instagram too, so if you want to go to a gig um, and you're not on, on, and on you're, Instagram, you're not Katie Lider on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, you need, need a buddy to go with, um, and you're not a psycho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hit up Katie. <laughs> Hit up. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Who are um, your listeners? <laughs> I don't know yet. Reference check. might not get any. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully there will be as time goes by. Um, quickly, Perks. let's... I yeah, think to being seen, like I, yeah, okay. s- you know, give my heart to the audience and being seen. Yeah. And, um, that excitement, yeah, that rush you get from performing. And, yeah. um, expressing yourself. I understand. And the, the nurturing of the community is beautiful. Um, yeah. That's a good point that yeah. you make, actually. The community, I suppose, itself is a perk when you think yeah. about it. We're very, we're very open. Like, yeah. we yeah, give each other compliments as much as, yes. yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right, um, I want to touch quickly on, in every episode, I want to touch on workplace mischief because I believe there's mischief that goes on in every Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, I, I can is... tell yourself off the record. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> no, 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 I'll, I'll, ask me and I'll, maybe I'll think of something. All right, well, I mean, it can, you know, mischief can be anything. It's like, all right, you said everyone's part of the audience, right, and everyone has to, you know, get up and go when it's their turn. Are you, like, sneakily leaning forward and just tying the shoelaces of the poet in front of you's shoes together so when he gets oh, up, he falls up? Like, that kind of mischief. Oh, even if there's not a competition. I'm just thinking about shit that we do in our workplace. Oh. I mean, I've had many different workplaces oh, and yeah. the like, you know. Some of the Put stuff something in someone's coffee and then when they taste it, like, they spit it out. Yeah, like, just m- nonsense like that. I or can like, remember back in the You flick the day. isolator on the forklift and you watch the bloke, like, spend five minutes trying to turn it on yeah. and figure out what's wrong. Um, that sort yeah, of my dad's a fitter mischief. and turner and he said... Um, <laughs> oh, he'd have some the stories. The inductions into the oh. workplace if you're a, you're, you're a new nuffy, well... Um, mischief. There's a little bit of heckling. Oh, so, um, okay. There's good heckling, so you can... Um, you know, shout out, go in poet, or if someone's got go a new in pe- poet. go in poet. Is this like a, a poetry terminology? Is this a known yeah. thing in the poet sort of? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. um, a lot of it comes from, you know, other overseas, but we, you know, get your own stuff. I think yeah. um, there's one um, where if someone's on stage and they say, oh, this is new, and so you can shout, shout out, new shit! Or um, <laughs> if someone's okay. doing a new piece, you go, fresh! Yeah, right. Um, and sometimes... Um, <laughs> You get heckled. Um, so sometimes when I... Uh, my first poem I did the gala was called More Cheese. So a lot of the time when I go up, people say, Cheese! Or they say, More Cheese! And they kind of are heckle these are people from the audience? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. A lot of the people from the audience are, are poets as, as of well. Of course, yeah. Um, so you get heckled. Um, some people... I've seen some poets who like to have lots of drinks. Lots uh-huh, of beers. Uh, yes. And they're going to be cheeky. Because they're free drinks? I'm no, 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 no. That's um, not even one of their perks. They're a, paying to get pissed. Um, so they get a bit cheeky. Okay. And um, they heckle the MC or another um, poet. <laughs> and it gets a bit tense sometimes. Really? Um, okay. Uh, um, or if someone's reading too long, sometimes they heckle them as well. Really? Um, get off the stage. <laughs> so, and sometimes it's in, in jest and everyone is um, on board and yeah, sometimes okay. it isn't and you kind of feel a bit of tension. Oh, um, interesting. Has uh, there ever been a fight break out between poets? 
Have you ever witnessed no, like a... I haven't witnessed no, a okay. fight, no, no. Gosh, imagine that. That would be intense. Um, yeah, I haven't witnessed a... That's yeah. good. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's good. We don't, well, I don't want fights. Usually want it's violence. like a playful heckling. Yeah. Um, and sometimes... Actually, someone came up to me recently and goes, Katie, um, do you mind that everyone says you're the cheese poet? <laughs> Surely um, that's a badge of honour. Yeah, I go, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that poem. It's kind of like my first... Yeah, poem when I knew it. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be known as the cheese poet? But no, yeah. I love Offline, it. I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, actually, what you just said offline, you might tell me, that might squeeze into another upcoming segment that we have. Okay. I won't um, launch into that segment right now, but I do want to get into, if you finish with the mischief, I do want to get into another segment. Okay. Right, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Finish yeah. with the mischief? Do yeah, yeah finish with the mischief. mischief. All right, okay. All right, let's do... Okay, let's do this segment. I'm going to play a jingle. Yeah. Again, it's going to sound ridiculous, because they all do. Here we go. Da, 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 da. When I grow up, I want to be a biscuit. What do you want to be? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I don't know if you remember... I don't know if you know where... I, do you know where that's from? No, it's that from used to be. No, it used to be an ad on telly. For uh, <laughs> you're not gonna believe it. I think it was an ad for fruit. Although no, it was it might have been Coddy's. Someone came out with oh, okay. a fruit in a biscuit, and they had this ridiculous ad. But I thought it was funny. I was a kid at the time. There are all these young kids, like four, five, six year olds, in this ad, and they're like, "When I grow up, I want to be a whatever fireman. I want to be." Yeah. Whatever. And then the last kid goes, "When I grow up, I want to be a biscuit." And then it just advertises like this fruit-filled biscuit. So. Anyway, that's where I okay. <laughs> that's where I pinched I that, that from. You. It was me. Oh, was you yeah, yeah, it was my that? voice. Oh, okay. I, I pinched the idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I steal all You're my like ideas. Me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not that original. I, I pinch most of my shit from other places. You're a mashup but... artist. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna call it that. It sounds better than saying I'm just a blatant thief. Yeah. I'm a mashup artist. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> when you were young, like. Yeah. Did you want to always be a... Well, no, because you sort of walked us through how you came to be a poet. But when you were young, mm. do you remember when you were a kid what you wanted to be when you grew up? Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to be an actor when I... Really? Yeah, okay. There was Me a teacher, too, at one point. Yeah, there was this teacher, Mr. Hassett, and I loved, again, doing like... In, we used to do this improv thing where we're, you know, um, a waiter at a restaurant or something. I just remember that moment. It was That was in primary school. I wanted to be an actor. And then I went to high school. We had drama and then it got cut. Ooh. Yeah, and then when I left the effing high school, they built a theatre. <laughs> so I was oh, drawn to more, I was drawn towards art, yeah, um, and graphic design, yeah, and I also love sport. So really? I love okay. the physical nature of um, cross country running. What was running. your favourite sport? Um, I loved long distance running, really? and I loved badminton as well and tennis. So I love wow. the I love the um, endurance stuff, and I love the the fast paced kind of you know racquetball okay. or tennis and. It was fast and, you know. So I feel like actually my work is still, there's some um, sportiness to it too. Like, I, mm. you know. Well, you're very I, physical. With, yeah, and I did, you know, dancing and stuff, you know. Oh, dancing, yeah? jazz, ballet and stuff. But I okay. always love the the fast, edgy, angular kind of movements yeah. rather than the flowy, oh, I'm a poet, you know, la, la, la. <laughs> I'm like, a poet, a poet, a poet, a poet. Yeah, you know? right. Like if you imagine really volleying, volleying, volleying at a you know 
um, badminton like ten tennis. smashes. Yeah, and the, yeah, so okay. I felt like you know I wanted to be an actor, but then I fell into art and yeah, okay. um, uh, graphic design and and you know, I love sport, you know, on the side. I'm like, oh, tennis, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I kind of wanted to be a clown as well. Yeah, I loved um, making people laugh. Did you ever try that? No. Okay. No, I think I recently when I did my um, course at VCA, I kind of discovered I wanted to be a clown. Yeah. But okay. I just like people making people laugh. Yeah. And I do that in my poetry. It's like, addictive. It's fun. It's um, it's beautiful and like you know, Patch Adams or you know all those yeah. beautiful kind of look up to those people that um, can bring like warmth and joy and stuff yeah. to others. So it's a special gift. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be an actor. I like yeah, well, one of my preferred performances again is going back to food. I did this one woman <laughs> show um, when I was small, and uh, basically I had the audience in a circle, yeah. and I was in the middle. I had no. Uh, you were talking about prep time. I had no idea what I was going to do. I just riffed the whole thing. Yeah. And I had a sandwich in my bag. I put it on the floor and I tripped over my sandwich and I was <laughs> laughing. And this is year seven. Yeah, right. And I was okay. like, oh, I felt so freaking alive. Like, oh. And you get <laughs> yeah, the same you get that feeling rush. in sport. Yes, you think, you, you know, poetry and sport, you know, they're so different. But there's, you get that adrenaline feeling. You get that rush. You get that movement. Well, performance poetry. I don't know. Page poems, I can probably just... You know, <laughs> that can be no, you make a really good point, though. I'm glad you bring that... Um, Synergy between them. I'm glad that you mentioned that because mm. oh, I, I would maybe, never have maybe connected Maybe dance them. is more appropriate, but I would I'd... never have thought. But you know, you make a good point too. Yeah. How you related like some of the words that you Movement. say to like the tennis smashes and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, so there is. Yeah, that's why I kind of I kind of see. I don't have any like superpowers, but I see. <laughs> I see Dead words. People. I see words in texture and, and yeah. form and movement. So okay. yeah. Um, yeah. That's really cool. No, that's kind of a gift, I reckon. That's a power. <laughs> Katie is putting awesome. her um, hands below her chin and that... um, in praise and just um, lapping Classic. up. Classic. I don't know what you call that. It's kind gesture. of like the child watching TV. Ah, uh, yes. Except yeah. the hands are straight out. Like, look yes. at me, I'm fantastic. You yeah. do a really good job of painting a physical picture. Like, for Stop listeners. It. Like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good radio skills there. <laughs> All right, that's that's cool. We need to do acting, so performance based. Yeah, always yeah, sort of had that passion for performance. Yeah. All right, well, I reckon we might launch into our next segment if you're up for it. Yeah, this is so fun, Eric. Like, <laughs> it's fun. You're enjoying killer. it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, good. That's what I like to I hear. I'm glad you're having fun. To you anyway, but this it's always of... fun to have a chat. But yeah, yeah. All right, so. I, Beautiful structure. Like, I can see this yeah? really... Thank you. You like the format, the structure? Yeah. Okay. I was unsure how it was going to sound because, like, you know, it's my first time. other people's jobs too, like... Yeah. I'll be interesting to hear them. Yeah, I'm really interested to speak to a lot of different people and, mm. yeah, learn what a day's Great life concept. in their job. Thank you. I'm, I'm giving you some, Thank you. You some kudos. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Now, I've got to preface this segment with... Trigger warning. <laughs> no, 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 not a trigger warning. There's a lot of trigger warnings in poetry. The trigger warning. Really? Yeah, right. Because okay. you never know what people are going to well, say. Well, true. Well, they, they, you, I guess it's a, a platform pre- where anyone can say whatever the hell they want. Yeah, usually there's no hate. You know, no hate speech, no racism, no... Okay. And there's just a blanket. So if someone gets up... Actually, here's a question. Crazy hypothetical. Say someone rocks up to a slam or something, or rocks up to right. an open mic thing, gets up there on their stage, got their mic... And then they start, I don't know, racist. They're having to go at, I don't know, the Asians or something. Yeah. What happens in I've that scenario? I've never seen that happen. Never seen it? Um, but I... Uh, like, is someone running out of the audience and just decking them? Or... Probably it's the convener has to step Conven- in yeah. and... Um, Get security to take them out or something? Um, sometimes it's not security, but they just you know, ask them to leave yeah. or stop them. Yeah. Um, 
I've never seen it happen, but I'm okay. guessing that's the way. I've seen it happen online. Really? I've the video because they okay. were like, oh, this is getting... They, so the they convener saw the comments. stopped the video. Yeah, they saw the comments right. on the side going, oh, where's this going? This is getting a yeah, bit okay. hate speechy, so they stopped it. Yeah. Okay. How the event was run and how you can support. Like, usually yeah. they say click, like, do the clicks. Oh, yeah, um, I remember Instead of going, those. woo, you know, sometimes that messes poets up, so they say, you okay. know, how to... How to support someone up there, especially. That's a good they go, thing for the listeners to learn as well. Actually, the people click poetry things don't clap because it makes too much noise. They yeah, click yeah, fingers. especially during the poem. During, click. yeah, it's an interesting. At the end, um, you know, you can clap. Yeah. But during, it's like just a, some poets. The hate click it. replaces the clap. Yeah, it replaces the woohoo yeah. and it, you know, mm, that's um great metaphor. Like oh yeah, yeah okay. you just do this. Um, yeah, sometimes if you go, see poets in everyday life. Um, and everyone's woohooing that who are this? Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, and right. it's a bit weird. Okay. Poets clicking, <laughs> like in random sets. Yeah. Oh, you know. So people do that. People actually, are people yeah, just clicking yeah. in general? Like yeah, it's beautiful to hear. Like see you at the supermarket. No, like I mean outside of poetry, oh, no. are people clicking to like yeah, congratulate yeah, you know, people. Yeah, accidentally do it like in a meeting or something. <laughs> you know, like I've done it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, oh shit, this is. And people right. are looking around like, well, why is she clicking? clicking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my way of saying I like That's what hilarious. you're saying. That's, or yeah, Auslan hands is really in, like the, what the is two it? waving hands, like jazz hands. Jazz hands. Auslan's, um I call it the Korean wave. My old boss went to my old boss went on a holiday to Korea and, and came back and said that um over there everyone waves with two hands, just exactly how mm. you did it. Like two hands in the air, that's there. Hello, hello. So I, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Oh <laughs> shit! This podcast's getting cancelled. You said that you like doing accents. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I prefaced that with I like doing accents. I wasn't being racist. Listeners, don't send me angry emails, please. Thank you. Just send them critiques on the accent. Yes, exactly. That's okay. All right. So <laughs> this segment, I need to preface it with birth adults. You don't have to say anything that you don't want to say. On a podcast, just because someone's invited you to be on a podcast as a guest doesn't oh, mean you have to like participate deep. in in their segments or any of their nonsense. So if you want to completely skip it, you can. At the same time, if you want to launch into it, awesome. Do you and need legal um, advice for this? No, I don't. Do I sound like no, I've taken like, legal yeah, yeah, advice? Yeah, it's like, you know those last rights? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, this podcast will, will be used against, against you in the court of law. But if you, yeah. Yeah. If no, you want well, a lawyer present... <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, exactly. That kind of no, 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 no. That was that was amusing. I oh, like it. interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, no, but like you can obviously skip it if you want. Um, if you want to do it, cool. Appreciate it. And it, it's it's a kind of segment where it doesn't have to be just about the job we're talking about. So it doesn't just have to be poetry. It can be anything that you've ever done, and it can be stories about anyone else that you've ever worked with that they might okay, have done. Okay. So. It can be about colleagues, it can be about even friends, even, it can be about friends. Oh, like my friend Aaron, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it doesn't have to be about you, it's not necessarily a personal segment, but I'll just, I'll play the silly jingle, and then I'll explain how I dreamt out this segment, because it'll be the first time listeners are hearing this segment, and then if you've got any stories to share. So exciting. Let's rip into it, here we go, here is. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about a workplace quickie. Let's talk about quick promotions. Smoker BJ's flicking the bean. Let's talk about sex. 
<laughs> All right. Well, a whole poem if you want. <laughs> really? Yeah. You wrote a poem, a sex poem? Yeah. Ah, let's hear it. It's on your laptop? Mm. Okay, yeah, cool. That sound, that's fun. So, in the meantime, <laughs> while, you, while you look for it, I'll briefly explain, mostly for the listener's benefit and yours as well, <laughs> but mostly for the listeners who like, why is this segment in a podcast about jobs? Okay, so here's how it came about. I yep. was listening to my favourite comedy podcast ever. I'm going to give them a free plug now. My dad wrote a porno, if you haven't heard about oh, it. Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, it's bloody hilarious. You've got to listen to it. Anyway, <laughs> my opinion, funniest podcast ever. But anyway, I was listening to it and one day uh, they were doing an uh, episode they call the footnotes episode, which is kind of in between the main narrative and they just do a random thing. And this particular episode they had asked their listeners to email in sex stories. And one of the things they said right at the very start of the podcast after they said that they've gotten all the emails back, etc., they said that like more than 80% of the people who wrote in with stories were workplace-related stories and were about the wow. workplace. And then I thought to myself, well, I'm planning to start a workplace, yeah. a work-job-related podcast. It would kind of make sense to throw this in as a segment because I imagine people have a lot of amusing stories and out there stories. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically a segment uh, where my guests can tell any... Funny, crazy, whatever, sex stories, cheeky stories involving sex at work or in a workplace that maybe they've done or their colleagues have done or friends, any stories. Yeah. Just a bit of entertainment and a bit of fun. Alrighty. Um, is this your poem? So, in this poem is a workplace bang and wang No way. So, it's like you write this poem years in advance for this so, podcast should I just read the whole thing? It kind of you yeah, know, yeah. get the context of it. Go nuts, go, then, go for it. Um, yeah, let's have another poem. And again, um, you'll hear some rip off of some tunes. Um, <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing with all my jingles. So I'm all about plagiarism. Here we go. <laughs> Seatbelts, everyone. Please let this be a normal poem. Please let this be a normal poem with a Katie. No way. Do 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 do. Take a tour. Do 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 do. A six A tour. First stop coming up on the right, just up the road from Footscray Park off Moore Street is Lynn Street. That is where it happened. The first penis inside me. Yep, ah, through that front window, a small room on sm in a small single bed with cheap black sheets. A poster of Mill and Colin staring down at me. He was a sparky, well, a shit sparky, my dad said. He installed a dimmer switch in my bedroom. Dad wasn't happy with the wiring work. More than that, he was a springy shit sparky who could speedily slide down the stretch of handrails at Spencer Street Station, could draw, draw different clocks with his feet, alarm clocks, grandfather clocks, cuckoo, and could skank dance with the best of them. So, yeah, we had a lot of springy sex in that room on Lynn Street by candlelight, scar music. Between sex sessions, we had hungry jacks from around the corner and eating on the floor naked. Let's circle our car let's circle our breath on the car windows and draw a love heart into odes of first loves. Do 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 take it to her. Do 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 sex aid to her. 
There is plenty of places along the Maribong River to smooch in the car in the dead of night. Leave your window open a bit or it will turn into that scene of Titanic where the hands hit the, fog, hit the windows in foggy ecstasy. There's, there also used to be a suitable smooch place near Tulla Airport. Watch the planes fly overhead. But now there's too many families and ice cream trucks. We all had our spots, didn't we? My good old second-hand 93 white Nissan Pulsar got a right old spin in those days. We became experts in how our bodies could connect in different car seats. Passenger seat, me on top, back seat good for doggy, or me half starfish. Our young bodies could mould in countless ways. No gloves in the glove box, just condoms, tissues and a pack of Tic Tacs. Down the whole pack in one go. Oh yeah, don't forget to search the for stray dogs before you, you pick your mum up from the doctors. Do 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 sex Now this is a workplace one. Pascaval Road, ooh yeah. How did the perfect girl fall in love with a night fill employee? Make out under the neon big W sign that was glitched and said pig W. Romantic. Win their hearts with smiles down the aisles and the one kilo bag of Alan's pineapples I brought off eBay. Mother cans on our smoko, followed by strong caramel lattes from Gloria Jeans. Garlic prawns from the old Broadie pub in the evening. But my heart used to sink when I drove past a blue Ford station wagon. Why did I always have to climb through the window? I could hear your jealous fury in the broken tiles in front of La Pocetta. I can drive past the places we used to go because, and let us all circle our breath on the car windows and trace the arches of our fuck you fingers to salutes of not so good past lovers. Do 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 bad lovers. Do 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 take a tour. Melbourne sex it to <laughs> That was brilliant. That was really cool. <laughs> well done. Wow, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, so I fell in love with a night ploy, night field employee. Night? Night fill. So they like night shift. Night shift, yeah. So they used to stack the shelves and Melbourne. Yeah. So I was the checkout chick. Aha. Uh-huh. And um, they were stacking the shelves. So okay. So we noticed each other. Yeah. Yeah. In the workplace? Um, yeah. Yeah. Things you can do in back of lay-by. Ah, lay-by. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Just lay, lay, lay down in lay. lay-by. Um, yeah. You can get laid it's in dark. lay-by. Yeah, you yep. can, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's more just the, um, some other stuff, you know, not that base. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does, um... <laughs> I don't know what base, is that too? She I don't does, know how the base um... Works. A gesture with her fingers. Yes. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that to listeners' interpretation. <laughs> Hello, if you're there, you bloody redhead. See you. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Sorry. <laughs> Gold. Gold. Pilots, pilots are very calm individuals. No fury, you know. Yeah. Not an aggressive passion. And bloody I... <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to say, this podcast is not against redheads either. <laughs> <laughs> we did give Ed Sheeran a shout out earlier. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, yeah. We, we, nothing against Rangers. Rangers are alright. No, nah, they're good. Yeah, I've they're very unique. I've got a good Ranger mate, actually. We called him Rang. He was a soccer player, teammate. Yeah. <laughs> Call him Rang. We'd be shouting across the field, Rang, Rang, you're on the left, Rang. It was just yeah. his name. That was great. 
Well, thank you for that. That was You're bloody welcome. good poem. Do you have any yeah, other... Wait, have you been in the car with me when I've actually told everyone all the bits of... No. Oh. No. Nah, this is the first time I'm hearing any of this. It's oh, okay. Interesting. It's, yeah. I think Cass... You're, you're Probably what, has heard it. Say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There She's you go. heard it in the normal spoken version where I used to... If I drive down Footscray, I tell everyone what happened. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I lost my virginity down there. <laughs> Like a tour guide, like yeah, a that's sightseeing what the poem is, you know? Yeah. Did you, did you know the tune that I did? No. It's actually Magic School Bus Tune. What's that? Um, it's a TV show where a Miss Frizzle um, jumps into a bus. Is this like a kid's show? It's a kid's show, yeah. yeah right. And the, the, you jump on the bus and the bus you know, can go into your intestines. It goes in the ocean. Oh, okay. So that was kind of play on, you know, come in my car and let's go take a tour of sexy spots in Melbourne. Genius. And do, 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 yeah. Ah, I, I, so, like yeah, I, love, I like the stealing of the, the theme. I love it, yeah. I do the same thing. The, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, kind of make it yeah. a bit more... Great wogs think alike. Yes. Very good, very yeah, nice. see? <laughs> that was <laughs> oh, like... Oh, yeah, I should have clicked. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel you there. Very good. Ah, oh, that was, yeah, awesome. Any other stories? That wasn't planned. No, that wasn't at all. That was... I just happened to have a poem. Oh, that's why I was very surprised. <laughs> You're like, oh, I've got a poem for that. Wow, okay. Any other stories you want to share as part of this segment? Well, no, no. What? (laughs) Oh, I mean. I I fell in love a couple of times with workmates. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but it's not sexy to, it's not. um, The funny thing is um, my last partner, we worked at the same place and obviously we had the night together, but we would walk in the venue mm-hmm. separately, but we were in the same car. So what? he would walk in and then I would wait in the car. And then later on, the cafe girl, because we used to get coffee first. Yeah. She goes, Katie, it was so obvious that you came together. Like he would walk in and you would walk in separately. And you were like having a conversation. How was your weekend? And it was obvious that we spent the weekend together. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that story. Yeah, because we didn't want anyone to know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Work, workplace sort of we thing. We didn't want anyone to know, yeah, but everyone fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's how it is with workplaces, I think. Everyone knows. Everyone, except the people, <clears throat> they think that no one knows. And yeah. they try and keep the act up, but really everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's funny, though, that you would park and <laughs> put a little time you know, delay. And... and I'll wait. And then we'll pretend to have a chat about the weekend. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Very good. All right. Any other stories for that segment? Sexy, Stuff uh, with colleague, colleagues or any stories from... Poeting. Poeting, poet, uh, colleagues, friends, etc. Anything to add to the segment or we'll move on? Um, well, when I worked at Big Dover Meadows, there was several couples now that were together. Really? Um, they have kids. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> yeah, so Bidabra Mers is, is a festive... Um, <laughs> festive... Um, there you go, BW. Now, no, yeah. there's a place to find your future uh, partner. Yeah. 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 Get up Tinder people, go so and Jill, work in BW. So she's in the right industry if she wants to find love later in life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go, very good. All right. Um, move on to the next segment? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so it's got another silly jingle. As they all do. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll see. It'll later. Um, All right. So this is a total one eighty. This can be one (laughs) eighty. Totally different type of segment. Oh well, it can be sad. Not necessarily, but anyway, here's the jingle. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. So, uh, hey man, you ever been fired? 
<laughs> okay, that's the yeah, probably the worst jingle I've ever made, but ah, that's all right. So, have you ever been fired? I haven't been fired. No. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Quick segment. Yeah, it's a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those segments that can go really for quick. Odd reason, like weird yeah. reasons. Weird reasons. Oh, um, actually, this is good. Tell me, what's, my... your, what's your weirdest reason for resigning or leaving oh, the job? Um, my coordinator was in a cult. Oh, well, I'd say that's a fair enough reason. I wouldn't say that's that out. What kind of... Oh, I, I don't know if you can go no, into it. Can, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah or, that's or, um, uh, I've also, um, uh, me, actually me, my, me, my mum, my sister used to work, um, for a company. All together. Uh, uh, yeah, we okay. used to work, um, for a family company. Yeah. Um, and I went a bit... Sour. Yeah, okay. Um, you know when um, families employ their other family members who yes. aren't actually um, knowledgeable or good at their job? Yes. And you kind of, um, us loners, we would say it how it is. You yeah, know, right. pull them up like, you know, but, you know, you're going against the thumb, yeah. the business. Yeah, yeah, um, I can understand that. It's so a bit of shit went down um, in, yeah, that industry. Yeah. Okay. It's so it's like yeah, you expose, eh? I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's gold. You did such a good job, and I could see you thinking as you were speaking. Like, <laughs> how do I not identify which company or who it is, or how do I not make it obvious and then write it in? But yeah, funny thing <laughs> is, like these companies that run, I'm. Um, interested in health and safety and stuff now yes. understanding that yes um, this is a bit different but um, I worked for small companies but also worked for government yes um, okay. and the amount of you know bureaucracy and paperwork and you know dotting I's and crossing their T's yeah I hate that um, the amount of you know even just procuring a cleaning company how much stuff you have to go through I know but I had to be on if the you're on you're on the business so you can choose any Tom Dick Harry to do it exactly. you play golf with the man and you get the job <laughs> you know like that's a thing they still freaking play golf and do that yeah. kind of like TV shit yeah um, that happens or got, you it's know a, it's a thing we get the whole restaurant and yeah. they're sitting there and they're discussing the such different yeah, things like very you, different if, if they if you did that in a government you know oh you can't do it in government yeah no and some no, people hate that about it. government I I used to procure and I hated it in part for that reason yeah so I was like yeah. alright well I guess it's kind of fair ish mm. to the companies but yeah I'm yeah and that's the thing about um, again um, people know where I worked <laughs> Doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. Only listeners who know you know where you work. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. random person who's like, like, listening picks up this podcast and listens Actually, to Actually, I've it. deleted some gonna... of that with bird faces on there. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. shit, this is incriminating. I'm not going to It's not incriminating. No, no, I'm joking. It's <laughs> not incriminating. All right. Okay, interesting. Any other weird reasons you've resigned or move on to the next segment? Nah, nah. All right, Don't beautiful. Okay, let's do it. Uh, it's the final actual official countdown. segment. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Do, 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 do. All right. Answers for the people. Give us your questions and then we will give you some answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Answers for the people. Okay, so <laughs> that's my silly little jingle. Such little 
fi- such feeling in that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as so always, satisfying. ripping off an existing song or an existing thing. Um, so yeah, this is Answers for the People. This is the segment where people who send in answers, I will then ask you their question. question. Questions, sorry. <laughs> yeah, people who send in their questions, I will then ask them to you and then you answer them if you want. Now, being this is the first real podcast episode, episode two, but it's the first real one where I interview someone. There's not a whole lot of um, listenership yet, I imagine, but we did get one question and this is it. Uh-huh. Don't worry, it's not a technical poetry question. It's nothing about Keats or Kipling <laughs> or Shakespeare. So, um, Rubia, how much you know about your <laughs> Exactly. Um, all right. So the question is, have you ever used your poetry to romance someone? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you answered that with your facial expressions, and that's okay. Who asked that? Who asked that? I can't say who asked it. I can't. I can't say who asked it. Podcasters, um, podcast hosts, you okay. know, like bro code type thing. We can't say who these questions came from. Actually, you know what? In future, I'm going to say anyone who wants to ask a question and wants it to be anonymous, tell me that you want it to be anonymous. Otherwise, did this person want to be anonymous? They didn't state it, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and keep them anonymous just because... Yeah, 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 okay. You know, they might want to be anonymous and I don't want to just go and say their name and then they're <laughs> yeah, like, Aaron, what are you doing, man? You incriminated me on your bloody podcast, you dickhead. <laughs> so, yes, I won't say who asked it, but someone asked that question. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everyone. That is got... answers for the people. You asked the you asked the question. You got the if answer. If you got talents, you use the talents to get use the, the talents. mushy mushy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, my show Hungry Poet is about um, based on um, me going back into the dating pool and okay. trying to find love. And I'm I'm a food fiend and yeah, I you know, love that kind of stuff. So, um. I've written poems and, um, yeah. Um. You've scored, yeah. <laughs> Give us a fist bump. Woo! There's one about, um, one guy, I'll tell you one story. All right. Um, oh, uh, there's multiple. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us a fist bump. Woo! <laughs> there's one. Nice. Yeah, there's one I went on a date with uh, my guy and he talked about um, his favourite chicken shop. And it was the chicken shop I went to in high school called Chicken Salad Spot in Gladstone Park. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, we meant to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. little Katie, um, yeah. three years ago, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> little Katie. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we love the same chicken shop. Oh, I remember that chicken shop, blah, blah, blah. First day over, it was great. Yeah. I went home and I wrote a poem, a romantic poem about the date we could have on yeah, at this um humble chicken shop in like a hypothetical Park. yeah yeah, right. yeah um and i told him i wrote um a poem about the chicken shop that inspired by him and blah, 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 okay. and then um i got ghosted <gasps> no really <laughs> yeah 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 oh i was not expecting that story to finish like that anyway yeah. um okay the it's a freaking great poem it's called um uh, it was called chicken salad spot and romance but now it's called howdy hot chicken um and it's <laughs> I've morphed, I've morphed it into like a death row, like um, uh, someone falls into love with death row prisoner and their last meal is at a chicken shop and uh, they would okay. take them out and because death row prisoners in um, the US in the states they, they get a... they don't get their last meal anymore in Texas no really because yeah. one um, one guy oh. ordered a, a big ass meal and he refused to eat a bite he said he wasn't hungry 
And then they went, fuck you guys. I'm not, you know, giving this slavish meal. You're not going to eat it. And if you Google it, there's, so, there's, there's people oh. that want to, like, a 1P is their last meal, which is kind of, you know, yeah. metaphorical. Yeah. So, so yeah. they cancelled the whole last meal thing because one yeah, guy ordered a big thing and didn't, yeah. didn't touch yeah. it. Yeah. And so, now, that, now that thing's ruined for everyone. So this is, oh. yeah, um, um, uh, my character falls in love with Jethro, your mate, and says, you know, I'm going to take you out for your last meal at Chicken Shop and basically yeah. be... Yeah, fucking the chicken chop, you know, uh, <laughs> make love, and then t- set it on fire. And, oh, okay. You know, it's like if no one can, if you can't have honey hot chicken again, no one can. So you know, like, <laughs> it's like fuck this. You know? Yeah, it's so I morphed it. It was originally about this, just this humble chicken yeah. shop. Um, Did you read the poem to the guy? No, I didn't. He didn't want to hear the poem. Um. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, that's cute. Um. Yeah. Um. This was just before COVID. Yeah. Too. Right. Okay. So he, I saw him Jeez. out. Um. Sorry, man. He's almost like, what happened? He goes, oh, I just had some stuff to deal with. Yeah, I was like, what happened, man? Yeah. Um, he said he had some things going on. But anyway. Oh, um, well, that's uh, the matter. But then after that, I'm like, why didn't I read it? So, yeah, yeah. I've read poems too. So, so you morphed it and read it. Yeah. Oh, and you have also read poems too. Oh, yeah. I used that poem in a show. And yeah. um, there's, yeah, at least a couple others that I've done that too. Ah, very good. People very have good, their very nice. Some people sing to people. Some people. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's you know, got their, their thing. You know, take they them use. out for a nice, and they cook them a meal. Exactly. You know, poetry. I mean, like the saying goes, if you've got it flaunted, it's the same sort of thing with talents. If you've got mm. a specific talent that you can use to yeah. help you in that part of your life, then why yeah. would you not use it? And I've written poems about. Um, uh, I've written poem about um, Dan, who owns Mango Bar yes. in the Ponds. And Shout it's out to Mango. Very, very um, immaculate. And I've written poems about my ex for his fortieth yeah. birthday. Okay. Um, yeah, we've just written poems for mum, but for yeah. gifts. 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 Oh. Um, That's poem. actually really nice. The gift yeah. of a poem. Well, this one, my friend. Exactly. Pied that me is paid you for a gift. It's a gift. Yeah, it's about beautiful giving for someone. Yeah. A give and a receive. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Give and that take. Was, that was Russian, wasn't it? Hey? Was that a Russian accent? Yes, I think it was. Receive. Give and you receive. <laughs> because the Russian wouldn't say to give and to take. They're more formal. They would say to receive. Mm. Is, yes, Russian. Okay. Uh, so, far, <clears throat> so just quickly, before we end, yep. um, future goals and dreams. There's no um, song for this. <laughs> no, it's not a segment. This is Future. not a jingle. They're, they're, all the segments are dumb. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Just a, just a word to the listeners, you know, if you're thinking, oh, how many of these bloody ridiculous jingles do I have to listen to? No more. That's uh, it. Future. Okay, it's a question. Um, yeah, I I want to tour my spoken word show. I want to mm-hmm. um, publish a book. Nice. Um, and I eventually would like to write a um, a play and get other poets to perform my pieces. Ah, oh, cool. Um, there's or other other performers in general. I've got a um a song called Longing, which is an operatic song. And okay. I can't fucking do opera. I do op- tried to do opera. Yeah. I'd love someone to do a real Sing opera it. version of okay. my song. So yeah, a bit of yeah touring book and then kind of collaborating with other um, artists That's really writing. cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Very yeah. nice goals. I like it. All right. I'm going to end with a hypothetical question that I'm going to ask all the guests. And I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this one. But Okay. All right. So imagine we live in a world where, and bear with me, a little bit hard to imagine, but there's no money. There's no social status. 
a doctor is the same as a checkout yeah. chick, right? <laughs> you don't need money for anything because there is no yeah. money. You, you want food, you walk into the supermarket, you just take it. You want your car fixed, you take it to the mechanic, he fixes it. So, in, in such a world where money was nothing and there was no different social status, basically no more tangible benefits for having a different job, would you still be doing what you're doing as a poet? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. It's easy because I'm already... I was like, that's an easy I'm already answer. poor, so I've got nothing to lose. You're already, yeah, you're already doing that one for yeah. the love. Is there any other job that you would do that, if you could, if you're more passionate? Nah, this is kind of... I know, I like doing this, yeah. You love yeah, it. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, All right, good, yeah. That's a yes. nice finish. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to say at all, in general, about life, about poetry, anything you want before we close? Probably, yeah, spoken word and poetry. It's just given me, yeah, so much joy and happiness. Like, I just, like, it, um, I recommend it. Like, people will probably, you know, journaling and stuff like that, but to speak your words out loud and for it to be received and um, expressing my life. Like, you don't even have to be a poet to just do that. And, like, I, I recommend even, you know, if you, you are writing secret little poems about people or just read them to them and share that gift, I think. Um, nice. Yeah. It's a good message. Um, yeah. I like it. Thank you. Um, before we close, plug yourself again. Where can people find you? Plug myself again. Yep. Where's, um, <laughs> <laughs> where's electricity? Um, so, yeah, I'm Katie Loner, spoken word poet, and you can find me um, at Katie Loner. Um, dot com or can you learn on Instagram? So that's K A T I E L O H N E R. Um, yeah, hit me up, follow me. You can see what gigs um, I've got coming up. Um, so yeah, my um, when's this airing? Uh, soon, a couple of days. Oh, okay, <laughs> couple of days. Yeah, so probably um, I'm doing um, La Mama Cabaretta on the 14th of July, um, and then you could see me at um, Speak Up Showcase on the 27th of July um, and the Fringe Festival's coming up so just see um, that will be released later in the month so yeah come um, indulge your senses in some spoken word and um, give it a go yourself if you're inspired yeah get on it people get on it absolutely well thank you so much Katie you've been a bloody fantastic guest this has been awesome oh, thank you for helping it. to launch the podcast and I'm glad that you enjoyed it as well enjoyed the, the process and going through the episode um Listeners, please reach out to me, uh, day in the life of insertjob at gmail.com. Just send through an email with anything you've got, comments, what you thought about uh, the episode, what you thought about when you think about the podcast in general, any feedback, anything like that. If you want to be on the podcast, please also send me an email. I definitely do want to get some complete strangers on the podcast because I, I just think that would be an interesting and a different dynamic. So, um, yeah, please reach out. And you can also find the podcast on the socials. Just search for Day in the Life of Insert Job. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ciao.